Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Metallica podcast, Volume 1, The Black Album, ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Lars Ulrich. I think we were sort of driven by still trying to be unconventional and, and still always, how can we do things that are just more us and we sort of lived in our own world, how autonomous we were, how detached we were from conventional approaches that we had this whole this world that we created, that we lived in, that our fans, just there was a different connection. Kirk Hammett. That was the first tour where we got to, to see just the appeal of heavy metal in all these weird places. We knew we had fans everywhere, but we just didn't know what the, the extent of it was until that tour and that album. James Hetfield. Our fan base started to relate a lot more to what the, those lyrics meant. I'm not the only misfit out there or the person who thinks this way. Uh, I'm scared too. I don't want to say it, but, you know, if we're scared together, it's okay. The Metallica Podcast. The Black Album. We're turning over the podcast to you, the Metallica fans. For this bonus side nine, we asked you to take over in your own words and voices. And take over you did. Of course, Lars, James and Kirk will be here to thank you for joining in on the insanity of what we do in this very special podcast. The Metallica Podcast Volume 1, The Black Album, Side 9. The fans weigh in. Hello, my name is Shayan. I'm originally from Iran and currently residing in the UK. I'm a longtime Metallica fan and the crazy Black Album story that I wanted to tell you today. Back in February 2011, my band Trivex, we were going to perform our very first show in Iran. And you are not supposed to play metal music over there. It is illegal and it can have punishments. But of course, we found an underground setting at the school where we could perform in the show. And we decided to open that show with Enter Sandman, of course. Now bear in mind that our audience were just a group of wild and hungry teenagers who had never seen anything like this before at a boys-only school. And they basically got so excited that they set the school on fire. But thankfully, none of the authorities were involved and we survived the fire. And I live to tell the tale. Hi, my name's Christina Anderson. I met you guys when I was in seventh grade at the Grand Arena Roller Skating Rink. But now I'm a drug and alcohol counselor, and it's you guys that set me on the road to where I am today. I'd like to thank you for that. You guys are such a huge part of my life, and I am so glad to be a fan. This is Benjamin Visker from Spring Lake, Michigan. My cousin was dying in the hospital, bone thin and at the end of the line. My mother came to me and said, Sammy Sue has just one request. She wants you to come and play a song for her. I said, I don't know what she likes. My mother said, I, I don't know. She said something about Sandman. So I brought my classical acoustic guitar, all I had at the time, and rocked out Enter Sandman in the hospital beside a dying woman whose last request was to experience live Metallica one more time. Hi, Roger Leach, Met Club 543 in Oregon. When the Black Album came out, my best friend called and asked if I wanted to go to the mall and get the new record. And we went and bought it. We were on our way out of the mall, and we were tackled by security guards and then marched through the mall in handcuffs since we had long hair and leather jackets. And apparently that was his fourth trip to the mall that day to buy the album, but he kept giving it to friends and then going back and getting another one. So... They assumed it was credit card fraud. <laughs> we got home after all of the ordeal, and both of our records were broken from when we were tackled. We had to go back to the mall and exchange them before we could listen to it. 
This is Lauren Holland, member of the To Live Is To DFW Dallas Fort Worth, Texas chapter for the Metallica Club. The Black Album is absolutely one of my favorite albums. And back when my daughter was a young baby, like 2004, I had the album on constant replay in the car. Everywhere that we went, we were playing this album just end to end every single day. One day we get in the car and she's at that age where she's not talking and saying a lot of words here and there. So you can't always understand toddlers when they're that little. And she's in the back seat and she's screaming. She's upset. She's screaming and kicking my chair. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What is the problem back there? I pull over and all of a sudden she starts going, Talic, Talic. And I'm like, what? What? Talic. My daughter is screaming to hear Metallica at two years old. That's how often we played the album in Metallica all the time, everywhere. I couldn't believe it. I was floored. Uh, Here's my daughter becoming just like me, a raging, raging Metallica metalhead at two years old, screaming. I put the Black Album back on for her. She stops kicking the chair, and on we go on our drive that day. It was unbelievable. To this day, my daughter's 19 years old. She's been with me to at least five shows. She's a member of the To Live a DFW club as well, and we just absolutely adore everything Metallica. Hello, everyone. My name is Estefania. I'm from Honduras. I'm actually uh, the founder of the Metallica uh, Honduran chapter called Injustice for Honduras, number 471. Metallica saved my life, and thank you so much for everything. My name is Brian King and I'm from New South Wales, Australia. And my favourite song on the Black Album, I'm going to have to say the obvious one, which is Enter Sandman. It's got such a killer intro that just builds and builds with the drums and then blasts into the first verse. Such a great catchy chorus. And a lot of people say it's been overplayed and you get burnt out on it. And that's not true for me. Every single time I listen to it, it just takes me on this journey and I never ever get sick of listening to it. I just love going on that journey every time. This is Jose Villafana from Venice, California. My favorite song from that album has always been Sad But True. It just has that very heavy tone, slower song, but it just sounds heavier, you know? Usually you, when you think heavy, you think fast. But in my opinion, sometimes slower is better and, and heavier. But I just like the oomph, everything that plays in that song with the drums and the bass and the guitar and the lyrics. It's just great. With James's tone of voice in that song, I just love it. Hi, my name's Volko Ensler, and I'm from Switzerland. What's my favorite Black Album song? At the moment, it would have to be Holier Than Thou. I think that riff, when it kicks in, the groove is just so good. And James does such a great job in spitting those lyrics out in that song. My name is Cosmo Moore. I'm from Valley Glen, California, and I'm here to talk about my favorite song off the Black Album, and that is The Unforgiven. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it rivals songs like One and Master of Puppets and Orion, which is saying something because those songs are perfect. I love how heavy the verses are and how beautiful the choruses are. It's wonderfully layered. I love listening to the vocal tracks on YouTube. Uh, 
where it's mostly just James and then an occasional acoustic guitar that comes in and out. I think it's one of James's best vocal performances ever. And it's so powerful and pretty. The vocal harmonies are gorgeous. And I love that little acoustic guitar that comes in and out. The rhythm guitar playing behind Kirk's outstanding solo is wonderful. And since this remaster came out, I've just been listening to that song so much and all the mixes and demos of it. And so damn pretty, so damn heavy. It is just a perfect song. And I would love to get an elevator version of Unforgiven like we got for Nothing Else Matters. Unforgiven is my favorite, and I love you, Metallica. Hello, my name is Joseph Krolikowski. I'm from Fraser, Michigan. My favorite Metallica song off of the Black Album is Wherever I May Roam. That song is very meaningful to me because I spent 14 years of my life traveling as an auditor, and I was on the road all the time, constantly. I just love the message of Wherever I May Roam, that wherever you're going, that's where you are. You belong there, too and uh, you can feel at ease wherever you go. And I think that's an awesome message for a song. Crystal Robbins from Golden, Mississippi. Favorite song off the Black Album is Don't Tread On Me because it's that kind of song that gets you fired and pumped up, ready to get the day started. Love the fact that Volbeat did a cover of it and absolutely killed it. My favorite cover off the Blacklist. My name is David Rogers from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My cassette copy of The Black Album, which I still have, was the first album I sought out and bought on my own, and while Side A had all the toe-tapping favorites, I could hardly wait to flip to the other side. Deeper album cuts like Through the Never ripping a hole right from the start of Side B, this front-to-back masterpiece never relents. What's up, Metallica? I'm Olivia. I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The first time I ever heard you guys was the Black Album. My older brother had it, and I would steal it from him at night when he went to football practice. But nothing else matters. It's definitely the golden rule of life, I think. Metallica, thank you for saving my soul, helping me escape my demons, and for making me feel not so alone. I love you, Kirk. Metallica rules. Hi, this is Michael and Bria. Our favorite Black Album songs are... Wolf and Man. And can you tell us why of Wolf and Man, Bria? Because it is an amazing song, and I like um, that um, you repeat the Wolf and Man part. After the new day's missed, I run Hi, my name is Giselle Diaz. I'm from Costa Rica. My favorite Black Album song is The God That Failed. First of all, who doesn't get goosebumps all over with that bass intro, right? Everything from that very first second to the solo all the way to the last note at the end is perfect. And the way I connect to the song is 
back when I was 17, my older sister passed away and she was the greatest person that ever lived. At 17, I took it pretty bad and even got a nice little faith crisis out of it. So this song lets me know that other people on this earth have felt the way I felt. And that makes me feel less alone. So thank you. I'm Metallica. My name is Balanevcin and I'm from Istanbul, Turkey. And I chose which is your favorite Black Album song and why. For me, that song has to be My Friend of Misery, which is the reason why I picked up the bass. The moment I heard that intro, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I got to find out and I just have to learn it. I mean, Metallica made me a metal fan, but My Friend of Misery made me a bass guitarist. Hey guys, it's uh, Romain from France. If I have to choose uh, one song of the Black Album, I think it will be The Struggle Within. Because, I mean, this song has so much power, so much energy in it, with uh, the huge introduction, with the marching band. I can't think of a better song to, to get motivational, to get some, uh, some extra power for the day. Uh, I mean, it's really amazing. And I really hope to see it live one day. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. The Metallica Podcast Volume 1, The Black Album, Side 9, continues. My name is Dennis van der Molen from the Netherlands. My most memorable experience was going on my bicycle as a 13-year-old boy to the city, but took over one hour to get there, then getting in line at the post office for a long time, waiting for to finally to buy your ticket. When finally the day of the concert arrived, I did go with an organized bus trip to Rotterdam. It was mind-blowing to enter the Ahoy Arena in Rotterdam in 1992, with a diamond stage in the middle. My ears were beeping for two days after it, and since then I have seen them for more than 25 times in different places in Europe. I can remember that I prepared the world map on my wall in my room and I pinned every concert where they have playing in the world. Hey everyone, this is JD. It's June 15th of 1992, and my mom, the saint that she is, decided to take me and my two friends from New Orleans up to Baton Rouge to go see Metallica at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center. We were on row two of the balcony all the way over on the side of the stage so we could look down and see everybody, but sort of in side profile. We were sitting, but we were basically right there and we could see everything. We could really you know, see down onto the band 
And these folks that were sitting behind us were a little bit stoned or, or something. We weren't really sure, but they were not standing up and it looked kind of odd as everybody all around us was standing up and going nuts. And so we we're four or five songs into the set and these people behind us said, Hey guys, can you guys sit down? We really can't see the show and we really wish you could just like sit down. And we were, I don't know, 14, 13 years old. We didn't really know any better. So we're like, okay. So we sat down within like three seconds of us sitting down. James Hetfield looks up at us and says, you pussies need to stand up. He said that a couple of different times. Like, you can't sit down on a Metallica show. And we stood up. We're like, yes, sir. We're at attention. We're very, <laughs> he definitely looked up and called us out. And then the people behind us were like, oh, man, can you guys sit down? And we're like, no way. James Hetfield told us to stand up and we are not going to sit down ever again. My name's Kenny Bell. I'm from England. My memory is from 92 Dublin, the point. I went to over to see Metallica, managed to scrape backstage passes as the band used to leave them for me under an alias of Sammy because I thought I looked like Sammy Hagar. On the way back, ended up walking to a scabby hostel that I was staying in. This limousine pulled up beside me. Lars Ulrich wound down his window and says, come on, Sammy, get in. And I was like, no, it's all right. My hostel's just around the corner. I'll walk, mate. What a twat I was. I should have got in that fucking car. <laughs> Hi, my name is Luis Del Villar. I'm from Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. My experience going to one of the Black Album shows is one of the greatest experiences of my life. And for my 12th birthday, my dad got me tickets to see the Metallica Guns N' Roses Faith No More tour in Las Cruces, New Mexico. My dad hated metal music and i mean hated it with a fire of a thousand suns so this was above and beyond for him and i was 12 so he volunteered to take me and uh, he drove me all the way down there got there was making fun of everybody with the long hair and head banging and was commenting on how every how foolish everybody looked he bought me two t-shirts the best part was once metallica took the stage seeing the transformation in my dad from a metal hater to a headbanging fool. My, my dad, who was in his 40s at his time, just completely transformed. And by the time um, Creeping Death came along, he was chanting, die, 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 along with everybody else. It's one of the fondest memories I have with my dad. And I just remember riding back home and him saying, I get it now. I get why you love this band so much. And now I'm in my 40s. I'm basically the age my dad was when he took me to the show. And it just really connects me to him and to the music. Every time I listen to the Black Album, it just reminds me of that wonderful, wonderful memory. Gerald A. Stewart, Philadelphia, PA, currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia. April 7th, 1992, Metallica is coming to Philadelphia and they're playing at the Spectrum. A good friend of mine had extra tickets. The problem was I couldn't go to this concert because my grandparents just flat out said no. And I was a little bummed by that. So I did what any 13-year-old would do. I snuck out of the house. And once we got to the Spectrum, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. I got a whole smorgasbord of Metallica's history. I will never, ever forget the songless, tight, the stage banter, tight. I was a little myth that I wasn't one of the people that could yell seek and destroy into the microphone. I, I hope that ain't it, man. So why is this a day of infamy? Well, I snuck out of the house and when I got back home, 
my grandfather was waiting for me. Metallica is the reason I was in my room for the rest of the year. Metallica is also the reason that I got the ass whooping of a lifetime. But you asked me if I could do that all over again, would I? Yes, yes, a billion times yes. Because Metallica to me is an experience and I was afraid that I would miss out on something. So thank you, Metallica. Thank you for getting me grounded, (laughs) but it was completely worth it. Hey, Metallica, this is Marissa Lawson in Greenville, North Carolina. I saw you guys for the first time in March of 92 in Nashville, Tennessee. I was eight weeks pregnant. I was wearing my Injustice for All necklace. And I remember at the end of the show, I was carefully leaning over the balcony, yelling at Lars, 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 because I really wanted one of those drumsticks. And my boyfriend at the time Apparently, he was jealous because I was in my own little world, and I was trying to get Lars' attention, and I really wanted a drumstick. And before I knew it, my boyfriend had already been about to walk out the door, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care. This is my band. (laughs) Whatever. Love you guys. Hi, it's Joanna Grabarek. I'm originally from Poland, but I've lived in the UK for over 20 years now. I wanted to say how... The Black Album hit me of the first time I heard it. So it was 1991. I was in Poland at that time. I was a student at the University of Warsaw and I was listening to anything pop. The hardest things that I've ever listened to probably was Queen. And I remember one day, early afternoon, I was eating my dinner or a late lunch. I was sitting there in the room with my family and um, watching TV. I knew a special post-communistic news program, which also was bringing some stuff like new music to us then. Suddenly there's this music and this full of emotion sound and full of emotion singing. Never free and I look from over my plate and, and I see on the screen in black and white this absolutely amazing, wonderful, beautiful man wolf with his guitar looking slightly upwards like a wolf howling to the moon almost. And the music that's behind that picture is just so emotional. And I just stopped breathing for a moment. I listened to the rest and I was like, I I, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't breathe. My mom was like looking at me very suspiciously. But I was really grateful that at the end of that, song the guy repeated who it was it was by Metallica and it was from their newest album and the song was called The Unforgiven I went to the special music shop that we had there we were not able to buy original CDs but we had to pay for the tapes that they recorded for you so you were ordering a tape recording of a CD. So I got my tape recording of Black Album. I went back home and I pretty much spent a whole night listening to it. And then next day I went back to that shop and I ordered all the albums of Metallica. And this was my love from the first sight and from the first hearing. And I never went back. And I just wanted to say thanks for the podcast because it's also really awesome. And hopefully there's going to be some other podcasts about other stories, about other things. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out 
to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Metallica Podcast, Volume 1, The Black Album, Side 9, continues. My name's Kurt Weir from Indiana. First time I heard The Black Album was with my friend Matt. He came up to me at a party we were at. I was a junior in high school. He said, you got to hear this, man. It sounds amazing. I said, what do you got? He said, I got the new Black Album. Just came out this week. And I said, hell yeah. So I got in the truck with him. And he hit the play button on his CD player on his truck. And he had those big kicker subsystems in the back of a Ford Ranger. And it just hit me so hard. And just to put chills up and down your back and made all the hairs on my arms stand up in the back of my neck. It was just oh, something like I've never heard before. Fun story about my friendship with Matt is we weren't really ever really tight, close friends, but one thing we always had in common was Metallica. And we went to a lot of shows together. He has since passed on, but now every time I hear Inner Sandman, as loud as that can go, I look over and I see him sitting next to me in that truck. Miss you, brother. My name is Pamela Block from Pennsylvania. I buy the CD when I was about 12 or so on the boardwalk in Ocean City, New Jersey. I bike it back to my grandparents' house and I needed to get ready for dinner with my grandpa. But I had to listen to some first, so I rip it open, I pop it into my disc man, I put on wherever I may roam, and I crank it. Done. Done. Zoop. Done. The drums kick in and my eyelids droop. I wanted to inject that song into my veins. So I'm sitting on an old bed, staring at stuff from the 1950s. My grandfather appears at the end of the hall, wearing all white, just looking pure. And he's yelling at me to take off my headphones and come with him to dinner at the diner. And I'm like, ugh, just let me sell my soul, Grandpa. Hi, my name's Lee Reckman. I'm from Perth, Western Australia. And my first introduction to Metallica would have been back in 91. As a 13-year-old kid, I'm walking past the TV in the living room and MTV was on playing Enter Sandman. I'd never heard anything like that before and that intro riff stopped me in my tracks. I sat down, watched the entire clip, mind blown. I couldn't believe what I was watching, what I was seeing, what I was hearing. And after that clip, I turned to my mum and said, I need a guitar, I need one now. And then 30 years later, I basically have now collected over 20 of their guitars, their music, whether it's the back catalogue or the new stuff, it doesn't matter. Anything Metallica is quality. Guys, your music has changed my life and who I am as an individual. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing because we love it. This is KCB from Virginia, the Black Album. Wow, the first time I heard it, I was 12 years old. My older brother was blaring sad but true from his bedroom. I remember the walls of the house were shaking, and I was thrashing around the kitchen wondering what this was. It was insanity for sure. It was the first time I'd ever really been exposed to heavy metal, and <laughs> definitely the first time I'd ever listened to a metallic album in its entirety. But the way it made me feel, this album, it was beautiful. It was chaotic. It was freaking magical. It embodied every emotion that you can imagine. I listen to it when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm angry, and I still do to this day. It is definitely an album that will live with me forever. Hey guys, this is Andy Devine from the UK. I was just a 12-year-old kid when the Black Album came out. 
uh, incredibly impressionable. But I was extremely lucky that I had some cool fucking parents who took me to see Metallica on the Black Album tour in Sheffield. And that was it, really. I mean, life changed. It wasn't long before I picked up the guitar and learned every Metallica riff I could possibly manage. Uh, and I'm still doing that some 30 years later. And now looking forward to passing the torch onto my kids. hope this will be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm Dmitry Bilbroyko from Ukraine. I'm 16 years old. But when I heard the Black Album for the first time, I was 15 years old. I had a birthday months ago. And what's the coolest thing? I was not the metal guy. So I joined Metallica family right from that day. Every damn song impressed me a f- lot. My friend especially liked Enter Sandman, but then Forgiven and Through the Never didn't let my heart even to this day. Every song this, in this album is a banger. I am very thankful to you guys, James, Lars, Kirk, Jason, for making that history. Thank you for giving me a straight way into my life, immeasurable inspiration and motivation. Now I play on the guitar and I want to make a band with my other friend, who is also a member of Metallica family. Thank you. Hello, my name is Edna Jones. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. My little brother listened to Metallica, wore their shirts, and wrote their name on pretty much everything. On January 19, 1991, he passed away while walking down the side of the road when a driver fell asleep at the wheel, swerved off the road, and hit him. I had a dream of four guys dressed in black. A few days later, I turned on the TV, and there was the four guys in my dream, Metallica. This set off a magical journey of discovering why he loved you so much. And through my journey, I found my love for Metallica. The first time I listened to the Black Album, I was home and was with my little brother. Metallica has and will always be a part of my connection with my little brother. Hey Metallica, this is Tiffany, otherwise known as Metallatiff on the Metallica forums, coming to you live from Virginia. Back in 92, I was starting off as a young drummer. Wasn't sure that I wanted to continue with it until I heard the Injustice for All album. That's when I knew I wanted to continue playing drums because I had no clue guitars and drums could sound that amazing told my parents I wanted anything and everything Metallica related, and they went out and bought me the Black Album. Popping that into my CD player, listening to Enter Sandman, that solidified me as being a drummer. 30 years later, I can safely say drumming has been part of my career. If it wasn't for the Black Album, I know I wouldn't be drumming. So thank you, Metallica. Thank you, Lars. You guys are amazing. Hello, my name is Sandra Lauschke. I'm from... Frankfurt in Germany. When I listened to the Black Album for the first time, I was in my room at my mom's pet at the age of, yeah, I don't know, maybe 16. And I was actually with nobody but myself. And this was very important for me because I wanted nobody to talk in between, nobody to interrupt me. I just wanted to listen to the songs and to enjoy it all by myself. Hi, my name is Ramsey Calloway from San Antonio, Texas. I always used to listen to Metallica on the radio with my parents and my brother. I remember my brother got the CD on one of those portable ones and I went and popped in the earbud with him and listening to the beginning of the album with Enter Sandman, and then, you know, hearing Sad But True right after that. The explosiveness of everything and how that has developed my taste in music, and especially my love for Metallica, is still going strong to this day. And honestly, I don't see that ever changing. I'm Steve from the UK, and I'd have to say, I got into Metallica and metal itself quite later in life, um, well into my late. 30s but it was during a time of poor health mentally that I first got into the Black Album and from there my love of Metallica grew 
it always acts as a reminder for me of those darker days and that there's always something positive to find them and that better days will come. Hi, my name is Ryder Elliott. I'm 11 years old and live in Western Australia. I am a mad Metallica fan. I am named after Ride the Lightning. I hope you're doing well, James. Enter Sandman was my first Metallica song I ever learnt on the guitar. I sent you a recording of me playing it, Kirk, when I was five years old and you were kind enough to sign a picture and send it back. I still have this hanging on my wall. I had tickets to the Hard Wide concert in 2020 and unfortunately was cancelled. I am still waiting for you guys to come over. When are you guys coming? Hey, this is Chris Catillus from Ziggler, Illinois. I know people think that's an overrated album. To me, they go fuck themselves. To me, that album will always hold a special place in my heart. And I'm so grateful that I discovered that album, let alone Metallica, because wouldn't know where the hell I'd be without that. Hey, this is Andrew Duncan from Texas, and one of my favorite memories about the Black Album comes from my favorite song on the Black Album. When it came out, I wasn't allowed to buy it, so I'd go to my friend's house all the time to listen to it. One time, we were listening to it, and my friend's sister came in, and was like, why are y'all listening to that Sad Patrol song? And we looked at each other like, Sad Patrol, what is she talking about? And it finally clicked. She's talking about Sad But True. Sad Patrol. <laughs> So we mocked her mercilessly for weeks, and I guess in the end she got the last laugh because uh, it's still stuck in my head. I was standing in a sea of fellow Metallica family in Louisville during the second mind-blowing, life-affirming set. And when James is leading the crowd in the opening line, I couldn't help but hear in my head, You know it's Sad Patrol! So I guess she wins. Sad Patrol! What's up? It's Regina. So one of the things I'd like to say about the Black Album, a specific song, Sad But True, I have known the lyrics my whole life, and I am now 35, but my whole life I was saying it wrong. I would always say it's Sand Patrol until one day at work, I was working with my brother, the song came on the radio, so we turn it up, we're jamming, and I'm like, Sand Patrol. Sand Patrol. Sand Patrol. And my brother says, what did you just say? And I said, Sand Patrol. He goes, it's sad but true, Gina, like the name of the song. So now my whole family makes fun of me. And when the song comes on, they say, Sand Patrol. Hey, Metallica. My name is Peter Kreider. Currently living in Southern Maryland, originally from Plainfield, Illinois, just outside Chicago. Fondest memory from a song from the Black Album involves Nothing Else Matters. It was the song my sister and our father danced to at her wedding for the father-daughter dance. The lyrics really made her think about how much our parents love us, their children, and she just thought it was a really a beautiful song. And my dad, he introduced Metallica to both of us. It was just a really awesome experience to watch them dance to that at her wedding. It was just very raw, it was very emotional, and it was very real. So I will always think of that, and it makes me feel good when I listen to it. My name is Yusuf, I'm from Egypt. Uh, the Black Album was the start of my Metallica fandom. There are so many strange, fond, and interesting memories I have about it. But the fondest has got to be how Nothing Else Matters is the special song for me and my wife. The words speak to our relationship, and 12 years ago it was our wedding song. Melody, words, vocals, solo, perfection. Emotional and honest at the highest degree. That's what you call art.
Metallica. This is Linda Reinhofer from Chicago. I've seen you guys so many times. I lost count a long time ago. But uh, regarding the Black Album, first time I heard it, I was out in Germany visiting my sister at Ramstein Air Force Base. Did not like it at all. I was like, what am I hearing? I'm an old school Metallica fan, and this just is not working. But then I come back and I watch a year in the life of Metallica and I realized how much work you guys put into it, listened to it again and realized what great songs all the songs are on the album and it's one of the best albums of all time. Thank you for spending the time and recording it. I love it. My name is Tina Nushoff. I'm from Dinellan, New Jersey. I didn't always have a love for the Black Album. When it first came out, I remember hearing it and I didn't give it enough of a chance. Over months, I started listening to it more and more, and then it ended up becoming my all-time favorite Metallica album ever. I've been a fan since I was 15, I'm 48 years old now, and still love playing Metallica, and especially the Black Album. If anybody asks me, that's what I tell them. It's an inspiration for me, it really drew me in, and I've choreographed dances to it for studios I've worked for, and it gives me strength when I'm in dark places, and I thank you guys for that. This is Renee Cosres from Houston, Texas. I first became a fan of Metallica during the Unjustice album. I love the speed, the duration, the complexity of the songs. When the Black Album came out, I didn't love it because of its slower, more groove-oriented sound. But my sister, who was into pop music, fell in love instantly with Enter Sandman and kept playing it over and over again. And eventually she and the Black Album won me over, and I was in love with the album. I love Enter Sandman, Sabbath True, Through the Never, Wherever I May Roam, and I think it's one of Metallica's best albums. I'm a huge Metallica fan, and I'm almost ashamed to say that my sister is the person who kept me going, but I'm glad she did. Hi, my name is Gerard Cortez. I'm from Spain. And I think the Black Album is one of the best-selling albums of all time because it works like a Rosetta Stone. It's the Rosetta Stone that makes people that don't like heavy metal to love it, to understand it slowly. You enter from Nothing Else Matters and then you keep going on to the clean parts of the Unforgiven, the intro of Wherever I'm a Room the mellow part of My Friend of Misery. And from then you go on and on and then you start appreciating things like Holy Than Thou, Through the Never, of Wolven Man, Enter Sandman, of course, at the True. And then you are already in the rabbit hole of heavy metal and the Metallica catalog. So it's a bridge, the Rosetta Stone of music. J.K. Jang from South Korea. The Black Album has become one of the best-selling albums of all time because it didn't just speak to people who already love metal. It transcends generations, genders, genre and all that, broke those walls down and made people together instead of building more barriers because we are so metal, you know. I played it to my mom one day and when she heard songs like Forgiven and Nothing Else Matters, she was hooked right away and she's now 65 years old and would love to go to a Metallica show with me one day and watch them playing Anna Sandman. Hey Metallica, this is Alejandro Garza from Houston, Texas. And I will go ahead and say why I think the Black Album is just so massively influential. And that is because it is timeless. It doesn't sound how a lot of records nowadays sound where it sounds like a product of its time. The Black Album is one of those albums that just transcends across genres, across cultures, across anything, really. And that's what makes it so special. It just goes to show you that it's timeless, that it's the transcendental piece of art. Now We got three generations of people at our shows, whether you're there to show someone how to start a mosh pit or if you're there because I heard 
Nothing else matters at my wedding for the first time. <laughs> Whatever it is, you're there. And what I love about and what I got to see and enjoy through all the whole Black Album Tour, three plus years of it, was see all the different kinds of fans and how they react to music, how they interact with their friend next to them, and how many people are watching the audience <laughs> instead of us. Because there's so much cool stuff happening out there that we get to see. I'm proud of the fact that we've never been precious, but whatever brings you in, we don't judge that. You're a better fan than that fan. <laughs> there's an A-level fan and a B-level fan and a C-level fan. I mean, fuck that. If you get turned on by what we do in any way, shape, or form, that's that's great. The Metallica Podcast, Volume 1, The Black Album. Executive produced by Lex Friedman for Art19 at Amazon Music. Produced by Lars Murray and Dennis Shire for PopCult. Story producers and writers, Mike Mettler and Catherine Turman. Mixing, sound design and editing, Rob Spate. Showrunner and creative direction, Dennis Shire. Thank you for listening to the Metallica Podcast Volume 1, The Black Album. This has been the last side of the Black Album story. Please make sure your friends binge all nine sides if they haven't already. If you love what you've heard, give us a five-star review and share this podcast. I'm Claire Sturgis. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Metallica podcast, Volume 1, The Black Album, ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.